Well, hello, hello. Welcome to episode, gosh, four now of Coach Ani the podcast. In case you don't know, hey, that's me. I'm Coach Ani. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to, before I even like get into the topic that I actually wanted to talk about, I'm going to teach you guys how to pronounce my actual name. (laughs) My name is not actually Ani for those who don't know. So I'm going to tell you one of two ways you can pronounce it. And honestly, I'll let you choose. So the first way is the Spanish way, the way it's actually pronounced. And it's anian. A-ni-an. Fascinating. Most English-speaking people cannot pronounce that. Totally fine. Not a dig. That's okay. Um, anian. Anian is how pretty much everybody else says it. Um, I feel like probably in the past few years... Um, Everyone just calls me Ani because one of my old bosses couldn't pronounce it. And I guess learning my name was just too hard, which is fine. Like, whatever. So, you know, just in case anybody wonders, I think I was talking to someone the other day and they said Annie Ann. And I'll be real with you. That's probably like my biggest fucking pet peeve. I don't know why. I just think it sounds weird. I don't really love it. So if we could not, (laughs) that would be great. And I will say I also very much so sympathize with people with difficult names um, because it's uh, you do have to explain it about a thousand times because I understand when it's hard and people want to get it right. But I think it's more so like when people don't even care to get it right, that they just like jumble it, you correct them and then they just kind of like move on. Ew, gross, rude. Just learn to say my name. Damn. Anyway. Ah, guys, it's been a hell of a week. Um, It's so interesting. I'm about like, I guess by the time you're listening to this, five weeks, because right now as I'm recording, it's been about a month since, um, obviously I was let go from the company that I worked for and kind of like now journeying on this self-employed venture that I have not been self-employed for about five years. So it's so interesting every day, waking up whenever I want, doing whatever I want, creating the schedule that I want. And it's been really nice. (laughs) I, you know, I do very, very well under high pressure situations. My capacity is extraordinarily high. Um, Things like that don't bother me. Um, But it's been just really interesting now putting the pressure on myself. And when you have space to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, I feel like it kind of shows you not like your own sense of motivation, but but it really does. Because at the end of the day, if honestly, if I wanted to fuck around literally all day long and read a book or play with my dogs or do like I could nap all day and no one would be the wiser. No one would know. No one would really care. But I would know. I would know. And that's all that would be a problem for me. I wouldn't love that. And there's there's this girl on TikTok that I saw. She's actually an Olympian. For the life of me, I will never be able to remember her name. And she said this quote, and it was something that actually one of her coaches told her. And she was in practice one day and having a really shitty day. And you guys know how that goes. Like, you're in the salon and you just can't get the color right or you're an assistant and you keep fucking things up or you did an extension installation and the client's like, hey, I didn't love it. Like everybody has the day where you're just like, damn, this is obviously like not my day. Do you know what I mean? And the quote that she said is it's called the rule of thirds. 
You're going to feel good a third of the time. You're going to feel okay a third of the time. And you're actually going to feel really crappy the other third. And so for all of my amazing perfectionists, because I feel you, same. Here's what I think you have to realize. First off, I completely agree with what she said and what her coach said, because there's absolutely no way in hell that everything is going to go absolutely perfect 100% of the time. Like you guys know, for example, to all the artists that are listening to this, you know how it is. Like you see, you know, you have to do a difficult color. You do it. You're proud of it. You're proud of it. Okay. You do like it. But then later on, you're at home, you're in bed, you're looking at the photos and you're just like, I should have done this part different. I should have done that part different. I should have done that part different. I should have done all of these things different. And then all of a sudden you went from feeling great and phenomenal and like you crushed it to feeling like possibly like mediocre about it. You know what I mean? Which first off, I will say, oh, can we stop doing that? Can we stop feeling like if something is not 100% perfect, amazing, wonderful to the nines? Yes, it's not worth doing. And I will say, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, you're going to understand what I'm saying. If you're not, you might want to jump over. For example, I'm literally in like workout gear right now and I have zero makeup on. I put lipstick on because I was like, well, I guess I'll look like I got ready today. I mean, my hair's done. It's clean. And I even had a moment of like, oh, I can't record right now. My makeup isn't done. I don't have a cute outfit on. Like I just shouldn't do it because it's not to perfection. That's a garbage fucking mentality. Like that is absolute freaking garbage. It's garbage because then what happens? You end up doing literally nothing. And just like I talked about on the last episode, that tends to be because truly we're afraid of what other people will end up saying. Well, what if someone says it doesn't look good? Well, what if someone says this? Well, what about this? If you live by other people's approval and validation, you will die by it too. I mean, really. And I'm aware as someone who is... I have a large personality, <laughs> in case you can't tell. I have a very big personality, and I'm I'm aware I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm definitely loud. I have no defense to it. I'm Puerto Rican. I think we're all loud, but I swear to God, some days I do think there's something wrong with my hearing. But it's one of those things like if I get excited, it sounds like I'm screaming at you. I'm not, to be honest. It's like I lost all function of volume in my head (laughs) and I just be loud so whoops on that you know it completely happens but I anyway back to the mentality of like it's and I think that's something really difficult of like well does something have to be perfect to put it out one thing that I tell all of my students and anybody that I work with because I do one-on-one calls for marketing and one-on-one calls for business and like structure and planning and like special large projects And I tell everybody, you know, you have to learn how to be a quick start. I totally understand that you want the website to be the most beautiful, amazing thing that's ever existed. You want the program to be 100% with zero faults and flaws. You want to execute whatever extension method you're doing to the highest tier level so there will never be anything that you have to adjust. I'm sorry, that doesn't work because that's unrealistic. So I tell everyone, learn to be a quick start. And I've said this before, be a quick start. 
Yes, you want to come up with a plan. Yes, you want to have it generally thought out and like a good plan. You don't want to like try and sell a program for a God knows how much amount of money on a fucking whim because you feel like it and have no thought or idea on how you're actually going to fulfill it. That's bad. I probably wouldn't do that. But to post a photo, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. And then, yes, you can go back and give yourself feedback and figure out what you need to change. But if you're always waiting for perfection, you will never do anything. You will not launch that program. You will not post that photo. You won't end up doing any extension models or clients or whatever it is. Like you'll literally do nothing. And that's coming from someone who's in this process right now. I have my own salon. I have my own like salon suite. It's I'm obsessed with it. Do I still need to decorate it? Yes. Is there something that every single day when I go in, I'm like, I could do this differently. I could do that differently. Absolutely. But do I still love going in there every day and I have so much fun creating art? Absolutely. So if we go back to the rule of thirds of good, okay, and crappy, it's almost you have to think that like you have to allow yourself to have those shitty moments. Oh, and I know no one likes that. Like that's not fun to look at something and say like, oh, I really after this up. Like I messed this up. It's bad. It's not good. I'm not happy. You know, I have to fix it. Someone's upset. Someone's angry. No one actually likes that. Like that sucks. But those are the moments that we learn Those are the moments where we really figure out this did not work or this did work or this was a great idea or quite frankly, this was a horrendous idea. And from there, you course correct. But to spend all of this time and energy thinking, I may not, this won't work because of this reason or this won't work because of that or no one's going to like it because of this without even trying, you're, you're most likely quote unquote fixing and adjusting and changing things that didn't even need to be changed so you're really wasting your time so instead of like good okay and crappy what if we consider crappy to be the learning moments yeah the moments where things don't really pan out as we expected and I'll give you another example ay 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 to figure out this fucking podcast audio <laughs> Ah, it has made me so angry so many days. I'm aware the uh, episode with myself and Steven, his audio was really good. Mine was not because my mic was basically 45 feet away. Like figuring things out has been so incredibly annoying, especially to someone like me who is a perfectionist. And I want everything to be amazing and wonderful 100% of the time. So I also want you guys to understand that the advice that I give you is I'm not being a hypocrite here. It's not advice that I am not taking myself. I, I 100% am because I'm, I'm you. I'm just like you. I'm actually no different. So even inside of that, I considered not releasing any episode of the podcast, actually. I considered not doing any because for the life of me, I just couldn't fucking figure it out. And then I have four dogs and then they would bark and then the AC would come on and then I would hear the stupid echo and I couldn't figure it out. And then I decided, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go. Let's do this. I will figure this out along the way. I will Google to the ends of the earth to figure out what in the world I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I actually do have a friend who <laughs> he's a professional video editor and he messaged me. He's like, Ani, I'm like, I know. He's like, please do this next time. I'm like, I will do that. Thank you. <laughs> so but even using myself as an example, like, guys, this happens. You can't stall your marketing because you're like, well, it's not perfect. No one's going to buy that. That's actually not true. You're not allowing yourself the 
practice to even get better. Um, something that I really love is there's a phrase or a quote, I guess, that says, potential without action is meaningless. And I really want you to think about that because truly everybody has potential to do amazing things, phenomenal things. Like really everyone is talented in their own way, shape or form in ways like, like I might be good at some things that you're not. And a lot of people are really great at things that I'm not, but everybody still has potential to do something. But if you are not taking action to become better, to learn more, to grow inside of that, what is potential actually? It, it, it's, it's nothing. It doesn't matter because you're not doing anything with it, especially to all the perfectionists that sit out there and they're like, but, 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 but I didn't get the engagement that I want, but I didn't get the likes that I want, but you know, I didn't get a client from this one post and so fucking what? Do it again and do it again and do it again. Olympians do not become Olympians because they tried something once or got nervous. I mean, could you imagine having the entire world watching you? I mean, really think about it. We're nervous. Like people get nervous about doing like one YouTube video or a podcast or posting one time because they're like, millions of people are going to see it. What about billions? There's 7 billion people on this earth right now. Can you imagine if even, let's just say even 2 billion people were watching, even a billion people watch the Olympics. I actually have no idea what the statistics are on this. And I'm 100% sure someone's going to tell me at some point and be like, Ani, you're way fucking off. Fine. Let's say 500 million people are watching. Okay, yeah. And there you have to perform the best. But the only way to really get there is to just keep practicing. Be a quick start. Don't wait for perfection. Honestly, just kind of say fuck it and try and then see what works and see what doesn't work. And then from that moment, you just keep doing something else. You jig and adjust piece by piece by piece. And that eventually is what gives you. I don't even want to say like your perfect product because I actually think that's such a bullshit mentality. I hate it. It drives me insane. And I've said it too. Don't get me wrong. But even now that I am self-employed, I've had to get out of my own head. I have a website designer right now. Oh, she is amazing. I'm freaking obsessed with her. Like she's doing something that I never could have done. Don't get me wrong. I can put together a website, but she's way better at it. So I was like, this is something I will pay someone else to do and get it off my plate. But you know what? Sometimes that's really what we need. Sometimes we literally need someone who is better at something than we are to either guide us or help us or frankly just create it for us. I mean, really, there's been <laughs> some people that have that I've actually been talking to on Instagram. That they're like, OK, but Ani, hear me out. Can you just get my social media ready for me? Like if I gave you a month's worth of content, could you edit and write the captions to like give me a leg up and a boost? And I'm like, you know what? Mm, I actually could do that if that's something you wanted me to do because I like editing photos and I like putting reels together. Obviously, I make a bunch and I like writing captions and blogs and things like that. So mm, actually, yeah, something I hadn't considered, but sure, I'll consider it now. But sometimes that's what you have to do is find someone who really like loves the thing that you're potentially not good at and just hire them. Get some fucking help. That's what I'm doing. I've had to learn a lot of other skills. And you know, the biggest thing I've had to overcome 
is definitely like <laughs> the third of being really crappy at something and the third of like looking at something okay. But it's so interesting, like the almost like the fear and like the panic that come with something. You know what I mean? Like opening up a new business. You're afraid that you're going to fail. You're freaking out about it. You're a little, you're panicky. But it's so interesting. I, I don't actually think being afraid is a bad thing. I think once you hit panic, panic I think is what actually keeps a lot of people from doing something. While fear, I mean, fear can fear can be actually pretty healthy. I mean, think about it. As long as you're willing to push past that fear and understand it and still like do something to overcome it, it it can actually still be really healthy. I'll give a, an example. In case you don't know, I love surfing. I've talked about it a million times. And the reason I started surfing, this was in, in January of 2021, is because I had lived in California now for, oh my gosh, uh, three years, four years, something like that since 2017. So I guess almost, so it was like three and a half years at that point. And I'd never been in the ocean past my knees. Yeah, past my knees. I, guys, I, I'm only a couple blocks away from the ocean. I've never lived farther than a couple blocks from the ocean since I moved here. And it was mind blowing. And I sat there and I would, every time I'd go by, like either drive past the beach or I would go and I would see people on like, was the little boogie board things or they were body surfing or actually surf body boarding or they were surfing like doing all these things and I was honestly just incredibly jealous I was so fucking jealous and had this like idea in my head like well of course they can do it they were born and raised and bred here in California and they've been doing this for years and it's just easier for them they're they're more athletic they're just better than me they're less afraid than me it's just they just don't get it they're young and I'm an adult and I know what like the dangerous repercussions of something which I swear is like (laughs) that's something kids have in their favor they don't understand how like sideways something can go like cliff jumping. Has anybody ever been cliff jumping before? I used to so much when I was in like seventh and eighth grade. Woo! Jump off a cliff into the water. Nothing could go wrong. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you understand everything that could go wrong? Do you even know how deep the water is? Do you know if there are any rocks there? What, like, what, do we have any information? I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm an adult. I'm not trying to do <laughs> That doesn't sound fun to me anymore. I'm not doing it. But it was so interesting. Like, you know, sitting on the beach and watching all of these kids and definitely adults too, like do this. I I wanted that. I wanted that thing that they had. And I feel like everybody looks at someone, whether you see someone with like a big salon or a successful business or a big clientele or really rad staff, like you see, or a life that they've created, you see it. And sometimes you're just like, oh, I want that. But it's obvious like why they have it. That's for them. It's not for me. They have X, Y, Z that I don't have. And when 2021 hit, I was like, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done being afraid of the water. I'm done feeling like thinking that I'm going to get eaten by a freaking shark. Like I'm done with this. I'm done thinking. I'm done allowing the fear to hold me back from doing something that I've wanted to do for so long which is surf and be in the water and have fun and like live that like you're on the beach, bitch, go in the water. This is insane. And it's crazy because every once I started, everything that I thought would happen, 
every single thing that I thought would happen, that I would get drug away (laughs) by the shore break, has never happened. That I would be eaten by a shark or some crazy animal. I feel like I should knock on wood. Update. That has never happened. Um, I thought that I would drown. Hi. Obviously, that has not happened. My fears were based not off nothing. Okay, obviously, yes, things can go wrong. But they didn't. Everything went right. And I'm not saying it went right a lot of the time. I have a lot of scrapes. I have scars. I've had a lot of bruises. I have literally cried in the ocean from utter frustration. There was one time where I thought I was actually going to drown and I inhaled so much salt water. I was walking out of the ocean trying to rip off my wetsuit like dry heat, not even driving. I was like right getting ready to throw up. My coach was like, do not take your wetsuit off and like you'll be fine. Rest however long you need to, but you're getting back out in that water. And I will never forget that moment because I was like, <gasps> like literally like trying to take off my wetsuit and you know how hard those things are if you've ever seen my TikTok you know how hard that thing is to take off and I probably stood there for like 10 minutes dry heaving gagging spitting up salt water and then after I was like calm he's like you good I was like I'm good he's like great grab your board we're going back out and I was like and he's like nope he's like I will not let you be afraid of the water he's like you are not going to drown you will be perfectly fine you're going back out and I feel like that was Honestly, that was one of the greatest things he's ever done for me because when we fuck things up and when we fail and it hurts physically or it hurts emotionally or it hurts financially, that that fear, that panic gets so like ingrained in us. Like it can really dig its claws in to where you tell yourself, if you try again, it will be worse if you try again, like you're still not going to get it. It's going to hurt. It will be more painful. You will be more emotionally exhausted. You're going to lose more money. And we let that panic. It's not just fear now. Now it's panic. Because I will tell you, I was panicked. I was panicked. I was like, I'm going to fucking drown. I will drown. This is it. Like I'm dying. I, I did not. I did not drown, nor was I nearly close to it. But that's how it felt. And if you really like let that panic sink in, you won't try again. You won't ask, you won't do the next extension client. You won't take the next blonde that comes in. You won't hire your next assistant. You won't open up your business. Like you won't do those things because you're afraid. Because panic has set in. You're way past fear and you've convinced yourself the only thing to do is retreat back to the safe place, stay stay on land, stay at the beach, never go near the scary thing again. But does it even give you what you want? I I wanted to surf. I wanted to be a good surfer. I'm not committed to being pro or doing shit like big wave surfing. I'm I'm good with my little, you know, five, six foot waves. That's kind of like my happy place right now. But but I wanted to be good. I, I wanted to prove to myself that the thing that I viewed as scariest in the world, the thing that I could never control, which is the ocean, I can never control the waves. I can never control the weather. I can't control it. I wanted to prove to myself that it was nowhere near as scary as I thought. And guess what? (laughs) It wasn't. And don't get me wrong. This past month of being self-employed again for the first time in half a decade, like think about five years ago, let's have a fucking decade. Um, I had the same thoughts. Like, oh my God, can you do this? 
are you smart enough to do this? Are you talented enough to do this? Does anybody actually care at all what you have to say? Does anybody give a shit? How do you compete against people who've been doing it longer, who have bigger platforms? Like, are you even competing? But like, how how do I be, how do I help people and become the person I want to be when there's also so much, you know? And even with those feelings, I still said, well, you're never going to know if you don't try. Start with one thing. And one thing led to another, which led to another, which led to another and another. And I feel like I have a hundred projects in the works right now that I'm juggling and doing a pretty decent job of juggling. But it was those moments where instead of telling myself, you're not smart enough, you don't have a big enough following, no one cares, you don't have enough money, like... There's always someone better, which Loki, I always do believe there's always someone better. You can always strive to like learn more, do more, grow. I, I do believe that. Instead of telling myself those things to then like beat myself down and then have to like build myself back up, I went opposite. Fuck that, Ani. You've built a business before. There's a reason you were recruited because you took a $4,000 business working six days a week to a $20,000 business working three days a week and you did that in a year. And I will say this, never, ever, never let someone tell you that they made you. Never accept that as a response for anything you do in life. Because no matter how much someone has helped you, you made yourself. You made your own fucking self. You were the one that went through, you implemented whatever process and system, you did the work, you pushed yourself outside of your bubble, you, you did it. You built yourself. So if anyone ever looks at you and they're like, you're welcome, I made you, fucking run. That is, it's such a gross and disgusting mentality. So I took, like I said, I took the opposite route. You know what? Fuck that, Ani. You actually have done this before. And the person who was there in 2016 and 2017, she's, don't get me wrong, long gone. (laughs) I have grown a lot since then. But the person here now is more than capable of handling these things. The person now is more than capable of helping others, regardless whether it be marketing and business, because I've done it before. I've done it. And I'm 100% sure that I can help people. So that's the route I took instead. Instead of beating myself up every day, like I'm sure many of you are, I went opposite. And I said, you know what? Fuck that. You're amazing. And you're great. And you still have things to learn. And that doesn't make you any less great. And still having areas where you can get better doesn't make you shitty. At least I'm willing to acknowledge to myself the places where, you know what? You could grow here. You could grow here. You could grow here. You can be better. So you know where you can be better. So fucking work on it. Make it better. Do that thing to become better. And that's what I hope you guys are taking away from this. It doesn't matter if someone has a bigger brand than you. It doesn't matter if someone has a bigger salon than you. It doesn't matter if someone has a bigger clientele than you. It doesn't matter if someone has more money to build out God knows whatever. It doesn't matter if someone has been doing something longer than you. None of that matters. What matters is how you decide to move forward. Are you willing to push past panic? Are you willing to push past the fear or the fear of failure, the fear of it not being perfect, the fear of being judged, any fear that you have? 
Are you willing to push past it? Are you willing to prove yourself, hopefully, right about who you think you are? I was. And you know what? I'm really fucking glad that I did. Because even though I have not done everything perfectly this past month, (laughs) and had some oopsie moments along the way, I've shown myself that actually I'm far more capable than I ever thought I could be. And I'm really proud of that. And you guys should be too, because the shit that you accomplish, I was talking to a client of mine or student of mine, uh, I think it was actually this week maybe, I don't know, weeks kind of blur. And she said, I finished 75 hard. And I was like, how have you not talked about this on social media? She's like, it's, it's not a big deal. It's fine. I was like, 75 hard? It's literally in the name. You should be proud of this. She's like, well, I did lose 24 pounds. I'm like, oh my God. To do 75 hard number one in the first place, saps and fucking kudos to you because that is so incredibly difficult. But you should be proud. And it doesn't matter whether something came easy or it came hard. You did it. You committed and you tried and you ended up like actually fully succeeding and finishing this incredibly difficult, difficult program. I would literally not make it past one day. And I'm OK admitting that a gallon of water a day. No way, bro. No, that's never going to happen with me. It's just it's just not me. So, guys, I really I really just want you to take a moment this weekend and just think Just think, where has the panic set in? Where could you push past? Let the panic drop away. It's okay to be afraid. You know, I'm I'm afraid in like pretty much everything I do. (laughs) And I'm sure I seem really confident, like, nothing's going to keep me down. I got it. Because that's me hyping myself up in my head pretty much every day of every moment of my whole life. But it doesn't mean I'm not afraid to. But I will be damned if that keeps me down. And there's no fucking way I'm stopping. Why? Because I don't want to. And I know that I'm capable of more. So that's what I want you guys to look at this weekend. Where have you let the panic set in that you're not trying? Where have you somehow, for some reason, some way, shape, or form, have you convinced yourself that you're not good enough for something or you're not talented enough or whatever it is the thing that's keeping you? Because remember, at the end of the day, that whatever it is you choose to do, you are the one in control. You can ask for help and you can ask for guidance and support and training and coaching, but you will be the one who dictates your success. You make you. So think about that this weekend, guys. And you know what? Send me a message. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think of. I would love more than anything to hear from you guys. So with that being said, thank you for being here. Um, on another episode of Coach Ani the podcast. If this resonates with you and you're like, okay, you know what? I do need some help. I need some guidance or coaching. Go to my website. You can go to either of my Instagrams. My link trees are there. It's my first name. It's anion.com. And um, there's coaching calls for marketing or business, whatever it is that you might need. Like I'm here. I got you. <laughs> I've been there. I know how this is. So guys, thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, see you next week.